Welcome to the MLB Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by thelines.com. Coming to you from the East Coast, Josh Lander. Nate Weitzer is also on the East Coast. And we are rolling along as the MLB season is coming to a close not too long from now. We are looking at a a small slate of baseball here on Thursday, September the 7th. Also have the NFL kickoff tonight, by the way. So we'll remind you to like and subscribe to that page. You can also check out Nate and I bringing you guys coast-to-coast NFL player props each week this NFL season. So continue to follow along. Also want you to head to thelines.com. Use that odds finder tool that we have right there for you guys to make sure you can find the best odds available to you in all the sports you're betting this year. Nate, let's go ahead and jump right into the first game that we have here on Thursday's little baby slate, all night games though. Yeah, we both uh, honed in on the same game, the Mariners and Rays and similar takes here. Um, I'm going with the over, which is seven and a half at, at FanDuel. It opened at seven some places and I think people jumped all over that. Now, if you want better odds, you can go to eight and a half at DraftKings or elsewhere. Uh, that's about even. It's about minus 120 to get the eight runs. But I'm fine with a, a unit and a half here because we're just talking about offenses before I even look at the starting pitchers, like offenses that can absolutely explode. Um, and Seattle, like, cooled off a little bit here in the last week. King Julio, a little bit cooler. I mean, how long is that really going to last? This is still the hottest offense in baseball in the last 30 days is just absolutely smashing fastballs. And Zach Littell is on the mound for the Rays, and he has just not been good as an actual starter. I mean, since moving from being an opener to a starter, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, three, three, four, four earned runs. He has a, an ERA over six at the trop since joining the Rays and the batted ball data Pretty troubling. I mean, we're talking about only a 27% ground ball rate while giving up massive launch angle. Um, You know, his fastball rating has been negative in these last five games and swinging strike rate pretty low. And and as I mentioned, Seattle just can absolutely mash fastballs. Luis Castillo going for the Mariners. He's also had some troubling batted ball lately. I I mean, he's got a great fastball and I think he's maybe – uh, leaning on it a little too often where he's throwing it at like a 65% rate since the start of July. And eventually, you know, no matter how good and how well you spot that uh, batters are going to time that up. And and so lately the, the hard contact, the barrel rate has really spiked his, his expected ERA is rising as a result. Tampa is not as prolific as Seattle in terms of their fastball rating, but they are just, you know, they thrive in these righty righty matchups. They have the second best Woba in the league and the second lowest K rate. So you're not really blowing it by these righties is Castillo. Um, yeah, they're going to be making contact. They are really good at home, of course, uh, where they've actually gone over in nine of their last 12 home games and at 62% on the season, despite the fact that they're actually, their road splits are much better over the last you know month or so. They're hitting 300 on the road versus 253 at home. Seattle has has hit nine runs in six of their last seven, including Castillo giving up five to your Mets, who are not necessarily offensive powerhouses at this point. So I, I think, yeah, it, both these teams are capable. They're second and fifth in weighted runs created plus over the last 30 days. Somebody's going to get us to the over here. And I do lean Seattle a little bit, which which you're looking at that money line. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing this similar to you and, and I'm, I'm, seeing the the runs coming in for Seattle, which is why I was starting to bet that money line, like you mentioned, for Seattle, just because I think of the the pitching disparity is so great that if I can get a 
Cy Young candidate, like reasonable, viable Cy Young candidate on the mound at minus 130 with that offense behind him hitting right-handed pitching against Zach Littell. Like, I just think that's a mispriced in a way. I think it could be all the way up to minus 150. Castillo had a few struggles over the course of his the last couple of weeks. Uh, you mentioned that briefly, and it's still just situations where I think he's going to come in and be fine against this Tampa Bay Rays team. I don't think you, you put too much stock in it because his, his XERA is a bit higher because he is giving up that high velo uh, and exit velo off, off the bat hard hit rate at about 42%. The thing is, is like he and Zach Littell are, are allowing the same uh, hard hit rate, you know, and, and at the same time, Zach Littell doesn't strike anybody out. He doesn't walk anybody, but Castillo just strikes a lot of guys out. He's up to a 27% K rate with just a, a, a sub 6% walk rate. So two bad outings to me don't necessarily mean that, that that's the course that he's on at this point. Uh, the, the XERA is a bit higher because of that, that uh, exit velo and, and hard hit rate but at the same time like i said if he, he's k'ing guys and, and leaving guys on base plenty so i'm not i'm not too worried about that i mean tampa bay's bats have been awesome uh, against righties it's true like you said but seattle's have been better uh, and and that's once again just coming back to the pitching matchup I'll, I'll take that now castillo if he doesn't last the whole time seattle's uh bullpen is still one of the tops in the league been a little bit worse over the last like two-ish three-ish weeks uh but once again this is just a season course correction and, and a moment in time that they had a dip is, is how i'm i'm perceiving that because it's been so good all season long from a much larger sample size than it's been bad so uh, with Latell, like you said, I, I don't really need to get into it. You can't be someone who needs to induce weak contact and ground balls and not get them and also miss not miss bats at all um, and keep the ball in the zone because you, you don't want to walk guys as well. A 3% walk rate for Latell. I'd almost rather it be higher if he's not going to, if he's going to be thrown junk that way. So uh, yeah, I think there's, there's plenty of reason to feel good about Seattle. I'm, I'm going to take their money line. I'm also going to take them over four and a half runs at plus plus one sixteen. I didn't really want to go over three and a half and have to take like minus minus one eighty five juice on that. So I did, I did go ahead and take the four and a half on FanDuel at plus one sixteen for a half a unit uh, and just put those, I, you want to put them together. I can understand that as well, but I, I like them each as, as separate bets, a full unit on the Seattle money line and then uh, them to score five runs in this one yeah i'm with it yeah i mean like if it rains it's gonna pour here even though we're in a dome um and that's that's why when you look at hard contact and, and ground ball data and it, on the surface at the trop like yeah things can just get out of hand pretty quickly uh when you have an offense like seattle so also staying in the state of florida here dodgers at miami the dodgers looking to get off the mat a little bit and just kind of build some momentum. I mean, I, I guess there's a lapse in, in concentration and some injuries, a reason why they have lost five of their last six here. But I, I think they get the win tonight. I'm, you said I'll take a Cy Young winner at around minus 130. I mean, I can get the Dodgers at minus 120 on the money line somewhere. I will take it. Uh, and and I like the matchup here with Pepio, who has been three for three in terms of really solid outings, just not being asked to do too much, just like get us five solid innings and, and, and handed over to a really good bullpen. Um, and just when you look at the jump in year two here, when he had a, a brief stint last year, just really good um, in the margins. Ground ball rate is up to 44% where he struggled as, as a rookie there. Hard hit rate down to 23%, only a 3% barrel rate. And he's getting guys to chase outside the zone, which I often talk about is the key against these Marlins. 
uh, although they're not striking out, they are going out of the zone and grounding out. And, and so that, that rise in ground ball rate is pretty key. They're, the Marlins are fifth in ground ball percentage in the last 30 days. They're also 27th uh, against in Woba again in righty righty matchups and yeah that Dodgers offense do you really expect it to stay cool um, after the Marlins had to use five relievers patch it together to get a bullpen game win last night now we, they turn to Braxton Garrett who's been able to generate a lot of ground balls speaking of which in, in his last seven uh, 55 percent ground ball rate including a good outing against the Dodgers but like look a little deeper at the batted ball data there. They only had 6% soft contact at the Dodgers. They were 96% contact in the zone, 91 exit velocity and, and plenty of barrels. Um, you know, you look at, at home Braxton Garrett giving letting righties hit three Oh three off him with a very high home run fly ball ratio. If he does not keep it down and the Dodgers have the lowest ground ball rate against lefties on the entire season. So Mookie Betts and company who Mookie has a 1.405 OPS against lefties in the last month here. I, I do think they'll, they'll start to time him up as they see him here again, uh, because you, you should also look third time through the order numbers for Garrett. They, people do start to hit him a lot harder and, and for the Dodgers to see him again here just a couple weeks later, I think they'll get plenty of run support for Pepio and, and that's how they'll get the win. Yeah. No, I mean, you're you're betting on the Dodgers. I have no problem with that. And I've been fading Braxton Garrett for a bit as well. I have looked at all the stuff that you, you talked about as of late, and, and he's had a few good outings. But like you said, he's so dependent on, on needing to get ground balls against a team that, I mean, Mookie Betts can hit a, a, a golf swing home run just as easily as Freddie Freeman, just as easily as anybody else uh, in that lineup right now. So I, I think this is a, a the lefty-lefty matchups. No one does it better than the Dodgers, think, especially thanks to Freddie. So uh, I'm completely with the, the nice money line. When's the last time we saw Dodgers minus 124 uh, on the money line, <laughs> even when they were taking on the Bravos at times with the when they had a pitching edge? So uh, I'm going to finish things off just talking about the Braves game, but it's weird because I really should be fading Adam Wainwright against the Bravos. Interestingly, did that last time, took the Braves over four and a half in the first five, which is absurd, but took them over four and a half in the first five against Adam Wainwright. And that only cashed because he gave up five runs in the fifth, uh, actually pitched pretty well through the first four. So I found another angle on this one that I like, uh, although I would never tell anyone to stay away from fading Adam Wainwright at this point, especially against the best offense in baseball. But Max Fried's on the mound. And I think there's an opportunity to get some good juice on his over five and a half K's at minus 108 on FanDuel. So pretty much even money uh, put, a, put a unit on that one. And he's taking on the, the cards who have been striking out plenty. Um, They're king at the ninth highest rate versus lefties since August started. They also only have a 68 WRC plus versus lefties in the last three weeks, which is surprising when you look at how poorly they're they're how decently they slug. Obviously, with some of the hitters in that lineup, but they just they can't really string multiple hits together. They don't really have enough guys that are hitting for, for contact on their squad at this point. And um, I, I think with the way that, that Freed's pitching to even to righties and, and the guys in this lineup that he's faced in the past, uh, I think he's got a good opportunity here. Uh, the, the only thing that the Cardinals uh, batters do well against lefties is walk. And that has not been a problem for Freed with a 9.87% K percentage and only a 1.8 per two. 0.2 uh, uh, walk percentage there, so really nice K to walk rate. And then for for the uh, uh, the for for Freed specifically, uh, I just I, he's not allowing contact very much at all, which is 
really why his, his XFIP is all the way down to 2.86. And his ground ball rate is at 58% since he came back from the IL. Uh, and he's been back now since the beginning of August and, and pitched really, really well at 4-0 uh, with a 2.86 ERA as well in that time. So uh, like I was saying, he's got really good numbers against this lineup. Uh, their slash lines, 220, 420, and a 684 OPS against Freed. Um, you know, Arenado's got a home run in, in one of his at-bats, but he's got 50 at-bats uh, that he te- he's faced him with a, a 25% K rate, which is pretty much what he's doing since he came back uh, from the IL. So for him to get six Ks in this one at, at pretty much even money, uh, I, I like that. Yeah, an interesting storyline is to think about Adam Wainwright still chasing that 200th win, right? Uh, and the cards ha- have been pressing a little bit. You look at his last three starts, even he's getting some extra rest here. They have 27 Ks in those three starts, trying to press to get him some run support to get him that win. And they have 23 Ks in the first two games to open this series, despite putting up a bunch of runs. So yeah, they are, they are the team that is going to swing freely here at towards the end of a lost season. And freed will, will take advantage of that with with his elite off-speed stuff. Yeah, definitely. They're going to swing freely. Anyway, that's all the time that we have for you guys in this one. Go ahead and like and subscribe. Like I said, we're, we're coming back with more baseball till the end of this season, and we're kicking things off in NFL with those player props. So until we see you next, happy betting. Stop, 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 stop.